0: Hey friends, welcome to Catherine Bureau show. I have just one mission, to help you do what you love and make your dream business flourish. Today I'm talking with the king of social media. Tim Huge is universally recognized as the world-leading pioneer and exponent of social selling and he is currently ranked number one by Analytica. As the most influential social selling person in the world, he is also co-founder and CEO of DLA Ignite and co-author of the best-selling book Social Selling Techniques to Influence Buyers and Changemakers and Marketing: How to Achieve Competitive Advantage through Blended Sales and Marketing, both published by Conan Page. Welcome, Tim. I'm so honored to have you in my show. How are you today?
1: I'm fantastic, Catherine. It's fantastic to be here. I mean, it's actually taken us ages to get together, but here we are.
0: Yeah, 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 but you know how they say everything comes in divine timing. So I guess it, this
1: is the absolutely yes,
0: the perfect moment. Uh, so I see you as a social selling king.
1: Thank you. And I
0: am I'm very honored to have you in my podcast. And I wow,
1: to- I mean, it, it takes a lot of hard work, as you know. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're rocking it, and thank uh, you. I'm very grateful if you would like to share uh, something valuable with my audience, for example, around the personal branding, what are the three things that someone can do when they're building a personal brand?
1: That's a great question, Catherine. Um, I, I think nowadays we all know that we, people have moved online and, and, and we're, we're, we're now social. I mean, there's been, there's, there's been this great, fantastic working from home experiment that's gone on for the last 12 months that, um, We've all been party to. And I think that's accelerated the need to, um, we can't see customers face-to-face, or most of us can't. Um, And so therefore we're on social and therefore we need to stand out. And um, I think some of the things that we think that make us stand out don't. For example, I saw someone saying, and and they probably work really hard for the fact that they're, they're they're a scrum manager or something for Agile. Mm-hmm. And um, and so they, they said that they were very proud of it, so they were putting this as their title. And I pointed out that there was 2.5 million people with this um, title that I could see on, on LinkedIn. So they were, you know, one in two million. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we need to understand from social is that as as human beings, what we're looking for is something different, something that's going to incite us or in, uh, uh, and, 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 and educate us. So, um, having a personal brand and spending time doing that is so important to not just make us stand out, but to make us make us memorable. Um, I was joking before we just before you pressed the record button that you, or in all your photos, you're with this flower. And I remember you, and it's it's instantly memorable. It is just something so, so simple. But you're infinitely, infinitely rememberable, whereas a scrum manager or something is instantly forgettable because it just merges in with the complete sea of blandness out there, and that's why it's so important that we all spend time thinking about what it what we what we want to be famous for and um, and how we're we going to do it. There's a great book by Mark Schaefer called Known, um, and um, he, he's written a the great thing about Mark is that he thinks very differently. So there's a lot of people that will tell you a lot of stuff about personal brands. Mark tells you something in very, very easy steps. Um, and um, it's very different from what's written out there. But personal brand is just so important right now.
0: For me, it was a game changer, one of the game changer sex. I, I told you my, my best friend took those pictures. She's a professional photographer. Yes. We were in the park and she said, take the flower. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it but it's instantly remember i mean i just know you as the person with the flower and it's you know it's it's about it's about being known as rather than not being known as and it's just and it's just so it can be just so simple some of those things um but there's now 700 million people on on linkedin for example um how do you stand out um, and and that's some of the things and 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 actually and, and I would say is that getting a personal brand is not easy, mm. um, but we you know it's it's about working hard and but understanding what it is that you want to be known for.
0: Exactly, it we build personal brand and and people yes. people usually don't get that they they think they just show up, make videos, and things come to their plate. But you, you know you know that's not like that. Um, no. For me, LinkedIn was a game changer uh, in a combination with a personal brand. And I'm personally in love with LinkedIn. But as I said, you are a social selling king. So I would like Thank to Thank you. That's your very opinion. kind of you. <laughs> I'm very honest. Um, what's your opinion about social media in general when it comes to selling?
1: Um, the the social, social media has changed the world. It's changed the way that we... Um, we run society, and it's changed the way that we we run business. Mm-hmm. Uh, up until the beginning of the pandemic, it was kind of seen as a bit quirky. Now I think it's it's seen as um, it's it's something that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, ninety nine percent of the people approach it wrong, because what they do is that they have um, traditional marketing is failing cold calling advertising email all of those things we're seeing a a, a downward trend going on Mm -hmm. and while people may say you know I'm getting a two percent return on my email marketing it's still not as good and it keeps um, reducing Mm -hmm. whereas everybody's on social so you've got an ability to talk with people and have conversations the problem is is what they do is that they take their failing marketing from those other places and then see social media is just another channel so what we'll do is it will push all those things that aren't working out into social and it just doesn't work social is a is a complete different attitude because what you need to do is is in effect what we're doing is that we're creating conversations so so the classic thing is i had someone today and, and they connected to me then immediately pitched their services and it's like well Hello, I'm I'm not interested. Um, but what what we need to be doing is that we need to be creating conversations with people. the The objective is to create a conversation, not to pitch or sell. You will find that when you have a conversation with person, then the 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 conversation may lead to some sort of commercial interaction. Don't forget that not everybody in the world will buy, um, but it may be you go well. Actually, that's interesting. But my brother-in-law's needs to buy that at the moment so maybe it's a referral um, but um, the problem with social is that people are still using it as a, um, in, a in an analog way but on a they're using digital but in an analog way
0: yeah and and it's more like uh, having a healthy human connection than actually trying to sell yesterday i received two absolutely the same messages from two different people on linkedin Mm -hmm. guess that they hire the same marketing agency i say that under quotes And they're sending the same messages. just just don't do that. It's like if you want to approach to a girl in a bar, for example, just you will not hate, say, "Hi, I'm doing this, and do you want to buy this? it's It's really not going to work. well,
1: it's it's like walking into a bar and and, and proposing marriage. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I usually say to me, well, you could buy me a drink first, you know, it's like, <laughs> You know this and the thing is is that you would never walk into a networking meeting and stand at the door and say hey it's tim hughes and then there's 30 percent off you just wouldn't ever do that so so why do you think it's it's acceptable behavior to walk on social media and to do that i know that people have got targets to make and i know that there's an expectation see see in the analog world there's an expectation that you can ring anybody up and basically do that Mm -hmm. you can't do that on social except you know what? What we're seeing is that um, certainly from my team and the people that we're coaching, mm-hmm. is that that the, the number of sales, the number of meetings, the number of conversations that you can have actually goes up, and 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 they've gone up during the the pandemic because
0: people we are have home. moved online. Mm-hmm.
1: So we use this as an example where we have uh, one of our team. He posted um, a. Um, a picture of him and his son by the beach um and um off that that post that only took 10 minutes he got five sea level meetings um two proposals and one purchase order um there's other blogs we were having a meet- i've just come from another meeting where we there's a particular type of blog technique that we're, we're using at the moment and actually by using that technique what we're finding is that um people resonate with that particular blog. And um, we've had one person where, off the back of one blog, he's had two purchase orders. So the number of um, people seem to think that you can make more, get more leads and meetings by using phone and email. It's not the case. You can get more leads and meetings by using social, but you've got to use it in the right way.
0: Exactly, exactly. And valuable content is, is one of the ways. What happened to me is actually, yes. I've posted a video with, playing with my son just just that nothing else i wanted to test linkedin audience how they will react because usually people think it's a csu network and uh, a lot of parenting coaches and you know coaches who are in that industry uh, and one of pillars of my business is website building approached to me and they needed a website and they like the way i treat my son i never even imagined that would bring in the, the the possibilities but um what is the best blend of sales and marketing
1: um j- sorry just to follow on from that we did some research <laughs> where we just looked at the the likes of content so so you can see whether people like it because people like it um it's totally transparent if you don't get any likes then people don't like what you've posted mm. um and what we found is that obviously people don't like advertising um but people like humanized posts. And while you need to have on your profile um, content about what you do and what you're famous for, what you'll find is you, you'll get more engagement, more likes and comments about your uh, about you with your son than you will do probably about um, website. In, um, uh. exactly. But the thing is, as soon as someone likes likes and comments, you have something in common. hmm. So if someone likes this thing about your son, you know, it's probably they have a son themselves and they empathize with you. So you 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 um, you have that ability to, to to have that thing in common, which is what we're always looking for in sales and marketing. Um, to answer your question. Um, I think what we're, we, we we're finding is that there's even more of a merger between sales and marketing. I come across so many companies that still where um. Sales and marketing are throwing rocks at each other over email. Um, I mean, we wrote, we wrote my second book, Smarting, about really as a way of trying to stop that. And we, we happened to work for a company where we we went through a massive change process over about eighteen months, where we actually got marketing to attend sales meetings and sales to attend marketing meetings and got a commonality in of of language. You know, so what is a lead? Um, and use you know those terms like marketing qualified lead and sales qualified lead just so we could actually understand what what it is Mm -hmm. Um, but there is this you know this if I can use the term the the sales funnel there is this sales funnel and there are certain people that are better at working that sales funnel it's not necessarily all marketing and it's not necessarily all sales Mm -hmm. certain people have um better attributes depending on where the the buyer is in the journey Um, and um you know we need to get to the point where sales and marketing may not necessarily be merged but at least are working together and and have a common language and um you know um talk to each other
0: exactly Uh, i asked this question based on the fact that one of your best selling books is is a smart marketing yes would you like to tell us a little bit more about
1: it? Yes, that's it there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, um, so marketing is, um, it's about merging sales and marketing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I can't tell you the name of the company, but it is actually based on a case study. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've got two other co-authors on it, Adam Gray and Hugo Witcher.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's, it we take the person through. It's a, it's not conceptual. It's not about my journey or something it's a workbook that tell takes you through the journey if you want to merge sales and marketing mm-hmm. it tells you about the pitfalls it tells you about some of the politics um we've got some stuff in there about account-based marketing because if you're you know if you're running account-based marketing or you're looking to merge sales and marketing you you need to be making sure that those two departments are talking to each other um but it's a it's a um as I say, it's a workbook to get people to to understand the process of getting people to to work closer together.
0: Brilliant. I love that. Tim, what do you think about paid advertisement on social media?
1: Um, I hate it. <laughs> I, you know, advertising. I don't know who said that advertising is a um, um, is a tax that's paid by the unremark- unremarkable. And it is. I mean, nobody looks. Come on. Nobody looks at advertising anymore um so why but it came to me to ask you this
0: question maybe you've read my
1: materials (laughs) come on no, no, come on no nobody i i I don't understand it this this thing that that i talk to people a lot and they say push mark uh, oh no push marketing and broadcast is dead and then they the first thing they do is talk about advertising it's advertising is just pushing your message and no one's interested you know ad blockers People are, And I don't look at advertising. I'm not subscribed to any email. Um, so as, as a business, we've been going for four and a half years. We've not paid for a single um, dollar of advertising. We don't have an email database. We deleted it in 2018 um, to comply with GDPR. And we never sent out any emails anyway. Um, and we've never made a, a cold call. And you don't need to as a business. And I And I think that the, well, I know that the modern buyer, just does not expect it anymore. And I think some of the things that we need to do from a marketing perspective is understand what the modern buyer thinks rather than keep telling them what we think they need to think. Um, they're all empowered. They all have one of these. You know, I've got friends who tell me that if they see an advert or they get an email and they go, oh, that's interesting. The first thing they do is they go on- online and they search and they look for competitors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so one of the things about um advertising and email and cold calls you need to understand is that what you're doing is that you're probably driving people to your digital competitors mm-hmm. because if you're not if you're using those methods you're probably not digital your competition who will be digital will be you're going to drive people to them and people will go and buy from a competition mm-hmm. so that's a long answer but yeah sorry i don't like it
0: yeah, yeah me neither i i have a list with. Like eighteen, maybe twenty thousand emails when I started. Wow! I I don't use it.
1: (laughs) But I mean, I have, you know, I have twenty five thousand connections on on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't need an email list.
0: Exactly.
1: Because I know and, and I can have relationships, whereas with a, an email, it's a kind of like, well, do I know the person or do I not? Mm. Is it is it um, with all with all due respect to students? Is it a student just looking for something for their um, um, for, for their dissertation or is it somebody that I can actually sell to?
0: Exactly. Um,
1: you know, we've got access to 700 million people on LinkedIn.
0: Mm-hmm. Connect to them. Yeah, have what's the best place to be? Like,
1: have a conversation with them. What's yeah? What's the worst? What's the worst thing that could happen? They might ignore you, but the best thing to happen, that they may actually have a conversation. You can have a conversation with them.
0: Exactly. I love this. I I completely agree. Brilliant.
1: Okay. Thank you. I thought you were setting me up for um. I'm I'm sorry. I I I thought maybe you, you you'd seen some because I I write about this all the time. It, that people are wasting it's a waste of money.
0: No, I was, I was wondering, really, what you think? Because I have the list. I have a guy now building my funnels uh, for something. And actually, I have this list. And I was wondering, like, shall I try to use it again or not? Like, you know, LinkedIn is my main source for everything and it's my main platform for everything and i'm doing pretty well over there and now hearing you say the same thing i said to him like two days ago we're done (laughs)
1: there's there's three things that you need to have on if you're on any social media platform whether it's linkedin or not the first thing you need is to have what we call a biocentric profile So that's a profile that your buyers, that your, think about not who you are. I'm not interested as a buyer. I'm not interested that, that you've um, completed President's Club five times in a row or you're a great community or whatever. I'm, I'm interested in solving a business problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So what you need to do is is show that you can solve the problem. The other thing about social is that actually it's social. It's about you and me. It's about, you know, what do I remember about you? I remember your photo review with the flower. Mm-hmm. And, and that's because I remember things about you, not your company or your products. Mm-hmm. And if you come to any of the DLA Ignite people, my LinkedIn profile or anybody who worked for us, mm-hmm. what you'll see is a very, very different profile because it's humanized. We use storytelling to say this is a story of my life. I I actually had a training session, internal training session earlier today, and I nearly cried because of the fact that we have a uh, one of the team work, works for us, and they have a, a special needs child, particularly sp- special needs. Um, and he wrote about the fact. The first paragraph on his LinkedIn profile is that. Now you you look at that and immediately you'll go mike garrison this guy i need to talk to because he sounds like a a great guy now this is some just think about the situation a buyer walking towards a salesperson to say i want to talk with you and it'd be great to talk with you you don't get that at the moment with salespeople you go salesperson i'm not interested you're the enemy get away so so Having a profile is so important. The second thing is about having a network. This isn't about having contacts. This is about having connecting with people, not in a salesy way, because we don't like that, but connecting to people and saying, hey, Katherine, I love your photo of you with the flower. Um hey, it's it's springtime here and I'm, you know, just something that that we're actually going to get a connection from. Mm-hmm. The idea of that connection is actually to have a conversation, not to try and sell something. And that's really, really important to understand. Now, there are three different types, as we see it, types of people out there. There are people that can buy from you. Yeah, that's great. There are people that won't buy from you, but they'll refer you. Mm -hmm. And the third type of person is what we would call people with big mouths. So people with big networks. Mm -hmm. And these are people that will take your content and share it. So what they'll do is, for example, um, um, if you like one of my pieces of content on LinkedIn, that goes through your network. So immediately what's happening is that people who I'm not connected to are immediately seeing my content. So I'm influencing them. So that's the importance of of having a, a wide and varied network. The third thing you need is content. And I cannot stress enough, uh, we train salespeople how to create content. Uh, right now, sales salespeople creating content is generating so much business, it's just absolutely out of this world. And, and this is about creating content that says, this is what I do. So when you come to my profile, you can see that I stand for social selling, but also the content that we talked about earlier on, which is about having humanized content. Because what we do is that we form this connection, a human contact with, human contact with person. And what we want as a salesperson is for someone to, to like us and see us as someone that can actually help them. And so the three things you need, biocentric profile, a network, and you need to have good content, preferably um, um, created by yourself.
0: I absolutely love this, Thank really, you. because it so much resonates with me, and it's how I'm doing things. And everyone is asking me, like, why are you focusing on on your clients and people around you and not on yourself? Yeah, yeah, you will understand why. It, it, it is, it,
1: it is, it is, it and and, and it's about. The, the, the best content is the content where you say, this is, here is a business problem. This is how it can be solved.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because, and what you'll find is that people will read that and some people will read it and say, that's not my business problem. But other people will read that and go, that's exactly the issue that we've Warm. got right now. We've got a guy who put out a blog about a particular um about how he how can they how how a company can grow into new markets today Um, and he put that blog out and within a week he got two purchase orders purely from managing directors saying this is exactly um, the problem that we've got right now you seem to be the person that understands this can we get on the phone they get on the phone and then they would say yeah we cancelled it and then within within seven days five days we've got two purchase orders and this is this is you said the word it's it's a game changer it really is
0: yeah i love this really and hearing it from you and i i'm glad that my audience will also hear it from you uh because i truly believe that's really a game changer what i'm doing here is setting the bell because now we're going into the second part of the interview okay where i will ask you very quick questions and you have like 10 seconds to answer me okay What is your favorite book?
1: Um, My favorite book um, has to be Crossing the Chasm by Jeffrey B. Moore.
0: Tell us a little bit more. uh, Um,
1: I've I've launched mm -hmm. three, maybe four products, basically using the it's it's about it's about how to launch products. Um, And I've launched probably about four products using successfully. Um, using that products and the techniques that it talks about how to use the um, product. Um, mm-hmm. um, anyway, yes, it's about launching products.
0: Brilliant, Love it. Uh, if you have any, what do you like to do in your spare time?
1: Um, currently in lockdown, there's not a lot we can do. Um, I'm I'm one of the things I've decided to do during lockdown is lose some weight. And I'm doing that. I'm actually now running three times a week, only 5k. So 15k a week. Mm-hmm. Um, my partner and I we often cycle, um, but we're when London opens up. I, I live in London. Um, we're big fans of the theatre and the arts, and uh, um, you know I'm, I love to go to plays and love to go to the Royal Academy and stuff like that. I'm a big arts person. I also collect vinyl records. of about 2,000.
0: Yeah. Um, and what would be your advice for someone who's trying, for example? To scale their
1: business. Um, right now, I, I think it's it's hard work, and I think you, you shouldn't beat yourself up if it if it feels like hard work. Mm. We we made our business global in two years by using social, mm. and using the techniques and the framework and the methodology that we teach people. Mm. Um, there's an awful lot of what I would call noise out on social and there's an awful lot of and there's a small bit of signal and you you need to work out what's the noise and what's the signal Mm -hmm. um you can scale your business very very quickly Mm -hmm. um and um it is possible to do that obviously you've already heard my comments about what i think about advertising cold calling and yeah i know and and and, you know there's some charlatans out there that telling you that you know it's it's crap yeah. Exactly. you know your clients mar- are social
0: it's marathon it's not sprint
1: right it's what it's and it's a marathon not a sprint yeah and as i say don't if you if you find that it's hard work it will be mm. yeah. yeah. i've never worked hard as in i i left corporate life um four and a half years ago and i've never worked so hard but there again i've never enjoyed myself so much mm-hmm. my business partner and i we don't think it's work it's i mean we've traveled all over the world and we've had such a laugh um but it's a serious job as well
0: exactly tell us a little bit about your services where people can find you how they can reach out to um
1: the best places to get me is my linkedin profile and i'm timothy hughes um and or our website is dla ignite Mm -hmm. and um what we generally do what, what we provide is a is support around using social media Uh, but very different from any of the other marketing agencies they tend to use social tactically what we've done is that we've actually built a framework for um, the whole of the business so um, sales so so, social selling but also social hr um, supply chain right across the business and that's all about stripping out um, cost and making the business more efficient whether it's in sales whenever we run our social selling course, we always increase revenue by 30% and reduce the sales cycle by 40% always. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's usually at the low end of the, 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 the response that we can get right through across the whole of the business. And we're the only business in the world that does this.
0: Wonderful. Um, what we can expect from your magic this year? If anything, I mean, it's a lockdown, but let's say it's possible.
1: Um, I'd love to write my a third book. Mm-hmm um at the moment we're um busily uh, i mean we're working we we're very busy um because we're offering something that i mean we, we're getting companies ringing us up saying um we need to do something about our sales team and we need to do it now can you come in on friday <laughs> um so um we are very busy and and, and we've got a head down and we're what we're looking the type of business we want our um, actually want to see a response um, it may surprise you but some people just seem to think it's a process we'll throw some money at it and it will be uh, sorted we're looking for organizations that really really want to make a difference um, and there's a there's um, and we're seeing that at the moment um, so you' you know just keeping my head down and um, and delivering those and making sure that we're getting a um, we're getting case studies case studies are really important for us
0: and making this world a better place, obviously.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah, it's a bit of a cliche saying that, but, but <laughs> yeah. we think that we're making, we think, well, we we we've changed sales and marketing, exactly. And 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 what we're trying to do is 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 gradually move that out and and make sure that every company will be more efficient. But um there's also an ability to make organisations actually fit the, the employees to get more engagement and, and to have more purpose. So that will change the world.
0: And to work together, yeah.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Thank you so much for being my guest. It's really yeah, Catherine. Enjoy. It's
1: been fantastic. Been lo- lovely talking to you, and I, it's really nice actually meeting the person with the flower.
0: <laughs> I have to tell this to my friend. Please do.
1: I, I do. It's what I remember. It's the per- it's it's your personal brand. It's fantastic.
0: And that's what she said. Like hmm. you're giving to, to people. Like you're giving something. Give them something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a genius. <laughs> yeah. Thanks once again, and thanks, I Catherine. Hope-
1: Bye. Bye.